Thank you for listening to JFM Podcast. Other parts of Plateau State have urged the state. Current political news around you, critically analyzed and brutally discussed to keep you informed. Politics informed. and how leaders have no. Been I might issue. I'm coming. You. I say I didn't. They say don't that. have. They don't have. Okay, I which I know they will not show you because they don't have. There is anthropological incline that is conjured with a lot of religion and social classes that is causing all of this. But I will say this clearly: politics or politicians in court takes advantage of the situation. But it Join Ponsak Fanap and Gilbert Joseph on Nigeria at Sunset, weekdays 5 to 6 p.m. on J101.9 FM as we discuss political issues that affect our daily lives. A very good evening to you and welcome to the program Nigeria at Sunset on J101.9 here in Jaws. My name is Ponsak Fanab. It's indeed a beautiful uh, Monday evening, 16th of January 2023. Gilbert Joseph, good evening. How's it going? Fine. Not bad. Not bad, really. Good evening, Ponsak. Um, it's a real delight to see you again. Um, how yeah. was your weekend? Well, weekend was rough and good, but uh, all good. All thanks to, to uh, God, Goya. Mm-hmm. So, uh, well, we must first start by commiserating with those who, the family of those who lost their lives during the unfortunate uh, incident that happened. You know, the PDP rally in uh, Pangshin is was really uh, terrible. You know, and this is the second time the PDP is uh, getting to suffer. You know, this kind of fate. Um, very, very sad and unfortunate, I would say. Uh, and Barrister Caleb Mudfang has suspended his campaigns. Uh, and for me, basically, it just shows. And yesterday, I learned that together uh, with the APC candidate, I think he did that yesterday. Oh, okay, paid, really? Yes, okay, yes, yes. yeah. I was, I was gonna yes. get uh, go to uh, that, but for Barrister Caleb Mudfang, the governorship candidate of the PDP, to bring Atiku Abubakar just to come and commiserate, you know, with those who are receiving treatment at youth, it shows that, it shows, you know, the kind of leader he is. For example, uh, and he's a sign of good things, I would say. Uh, I, 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 I want him to sustain, you know, this kind of temper. Momentum. True. Yeah, because if... In the event that he wins, that is Barista Kala Mutfang and Atiku wins, just imagine the cordial relationship, you know, Plout is going to enjoy at the national level. And it shows that for him to pull, you know, the presidential candidate, it shows, look, he's uh, loyal to the party, number one, and it shows that he has the ears of uh, the presidential candidate. This is not just for votes, uh, Gilbert, I would say. Uh, and I, I would like to, when I see the unity in PDP, you know, I... I, I love it when people unite. You know, just look at former Governor Zhang. Uh, people who thought that gov- uh, former Governor Zhang wasn't even supporting Atiku, for example. Yesterday he was, Atiku met him in his house and they drove, you know, to Juth, you know, together. Uh, former Ambassador, uh, Ambassador Yaokwande, uh, the elder statesman, all of them. Just look at, you know, the unity. Uh, so it shows that politics is not about bitterness. It's, it's, it's just a game. And the maturity that this, you know, uh, elder statesmen are bringing to the table, it shows that 
for, for me, I'm optimistic the plateau will rise again. Yeah, there's I'm a leader. There's a leader in this leader. Yeah. Um, if you ask me, that's the situation with Barista Caleb Mutfan. And you pointed out significantly towards the end of your submission on this matter that um, they shoved aside all the differences that had hitherto, you know, characterized their existence. Mm-hmm. And for first and foremost, there was Zirin Adamawa to visit the former Plateau State Governor. Tells you it's something so, so, so important. And then again, the fact that they were led by this candidate, the governorship candidate, right to the hospital bed where these guys, you know, found themselves, unfortunately. Um, There's an embodiment of leadership that we are seeing. And you see, there are times when Plateau people have had to question, this is not in any way, I beg to say, mm. drawing any comparisons between what's obtainable with situations of killings, wanton killings in the state, and what had been experienced with the governor, other than sitting somewhere and issuing press statement. You know, we have seen this in the past. There was no presence, you know, to, to speak uh, in this manner of anybody significantly at the helms of government having to sympathize or even, you know... Um, show solidarity to the victims of um, different forms of attack on the plateau and those who have for one reason or the other have had to you know um, put their lives on the line for whatever reason so and for me this is this is exemplary and going forward i don't think that with this sort of empathy it, it comes natural yeah it com- we have seen people change when eventually they assume yeah, yeah, you know the of leadership but i i think there is something spontaneous about this and we have said this again on this show, Ponsak, mm. that either Nentawi or um, Baister Caleb, fantastic individuals fantastic on their own. Yeah. And we saw this demonstrated again eventually when this unfortunate yeah. incident yeah, occurred. Yeah. So for me, Plato would be blessed um, in, the, in the next couple of months, if you ask me. And this is just what we're seeing. Hopefully, um, leaders or politicians will learn to play the rules, you know, um, as, regardless of whatever differences they have, mm-hmm. um, you know, in the line of contestations and all. Yeah. Well, that is, you know, good uh, sportman, uh, a sportmanship, you know, that's a good, you know, spirit to have. Well, uh, we're going to play this insert, release Namdikanu to me. When we come back, uh, Prince Valentine is here and we're going to have a conversation with him. Stay here. That a critical person required around that table, uh, that conversation to be complete. For us to have an all-round approach to the dealing with the issue of insecurity and discussing about the future of the Southeast, that person, and we need him urgently around the table, please him to us, and that is in Nam Dekano. I'm calling on the federal government to please release yeah. in Nam Dekano. We are calling on him to release in Nam Dekano. We need him around the table because we believe that we now want to have a comprehensive heart-to-heart conversation about the future of the Southeast, about the future security and prosperity of the Southeast. No one should be left behind. Everybody should be there. If we cannot release him unconditionally, as requested by the courts, by the court judgments and so on, I now offer to be the shorty. Release him to me. I will keep him. Release him to me. Release him to me. I will.
will provide him shelter and any time that you need him we will bring him to you give him to me we will house him here in Oka. let us bring this insecurity in the southeast to an end that's why Apuga believes in one Nigeria Apuga believes in the security and prosperity of Nigeria we make this play in true belief and conviction that that leaving no one behind and bringing all the key stakeholders in the security and prosperity project between in 2020, Nigeria must lay the foundation for a new Nigeria. And that foundation must begin and bring out the stakeholders, whether they are in the north, whether they are in the south, whether they are in the west, whether they are in the southeast, we need everybody all around the table. And let us all have a very glorious conversation. I want to say, give us a name, the canoe. All we are saying, give us name. Is that all we are saying? Give us name. When he comes, we will have that conversation because Southeast must be quiet. The security of Southeast must be secured. Because we are an integral part of Nigeria, we believe in Nigeria. We believe in the greatness of this country. We must begin that journey for a prosperous homeland by ensuring undiluted, unmitigated, and unprecedented security of life and property. Is that all? For the sake of Nigeria, for the sake of the Southeast, for the sake of the Northeast, South, Northwest, North Central, Southwest, South, South, and for all the corners of Nigeria, may peace and security and prosperity continue to reign. Apuga, when Nigeria is ready, Apuga will give Nigeria the true progressive development. Yeah, well, uh, glad, uh, glad you're still here. The program is Nigeria Sunset. That was the governor of Anambra State, Professor Charles uh, Soludo, they are saying, the release of the canoe. Uh, well, my name is Ponsak Fanam. And my name is Gilbert Joseph. We have Prince Valentine Adesia with us. Good evening and thank you very much for coming. How's the weekend, sir? I don't have weekends. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I walk through the days. Yeah. Well, weekend was fine, uh, filled with activities, especially reporting. Uh, we yeah. always want to do what people need to know. Well, you are the court, uh, and I learned that you observed the judgment in Bokos local government. Yeah. Uh, what's the, I think, Butura? Yes. What, what's the update, you know, with that? Well, um, one, uh, the, the court actually had a, a ruling and a judgment, you know, on, on the issues relating to the Butura thing. Yeah. And uh, you recall that this case started in 2001, where the plaintiff who claimants court and claimants actually approached the court challenging a lot of issues surrounding the stool uh, from yeah, and sued you know Bokos local government, Bokos Chistancy Affairs, even the Chistancy Affairs at the state level, mm-hmm. including some other uh, uh, parties. And uh, they gained judgment. Now it is the implementation of this judgment that was now stalled and uh, a lot of things happened. 
from the, the ruling of the, the courts, uh, you, you will discover that a lot of infraction were made on the orders of uh, the, the Plateau State High Court. Mm-hmm. And uh, there was a serious disobedience to a lot of it and maybe to, 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 to frustrate it from not even taking place. Mm-hmm. And um, before the, rule, the judgment was, you know, uh, you recall that um, they, they went to court in 2017 to actually upgrade, to make the court know that its orders have... Uh, been flaunted. They have been flaunted. So that brings the issue of uh, the court content proceedings, which is committal proceedings. And uh, here, from 48 and 49, we served on those people whom they feel are, you know, are part of what is going wrong, uh, frustrating the others. Now, in the process, hearings and other things took place, papers were filed and the rest. But when it came to when the court itself was to pronounce its judgment on the committal issue. The Attorney General of the state, Chris, came up with a, Chris Santos. With, with an application entering what we call nolly prosecute, that is exercising his powers to actually you know, withdraw criminal cases in court or maybe take them, prosecute them by himself and things like that. And that is under section 211 of the Constitution. But uh, surprisingly, uh, he met a, a, a stiff resistance from the council of these uh, claimants, uh, led by uh, one, uh, is it uh, Mascon, you know, Malo, uh, Obende, as a, I, know, I call it a Mascon. Uh, <laughs> God will make him there. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I know because, he's your friend, but... Because uh, he has actually made history, you know. This is the first time that provision of the constitution had been challenged in court. So when the attorney general actually entered his uh, nolly prosecute, uh, he, he challenged that he should address the court. And when they finally came to address the court, the court bowed to the you know, submissions of uh, SS Obende. And uh, in the process, you discover that the court said the contempt is not against you know, the, 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 the judgment creditors or Call them, you know, um, uh, you call them claimants. Claimants. Yes, in the, in the present language of the court. Uh, it's not against them. It's against the court. And that the court must enforce its orders. The, 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 the judge also went for that to make sure that we understand that uh, the judiciary is one of those arms of government, including the executive and the legislatures. Mm-hmm. Now, if you put all together, he said, nobody apart from the courts, can enforce its own order. If accepting or bowing to the nolly prosecute which uh, the, the Attorney General had filed, it now means making the court naked and powerless. They went further, you know, to, to, the court went further to differentiate between a criminal case and a quasi-criminal criminal case. case okay. you, know, uh, you know, accepting the submission of uh, SS Obende. Now, the court had, had ordered that um, the following, let me call them, the, the, the first and second respondent in mm. the matter, mm. uh, one Mr. John Gabriel Malo and uh, Mr. Bulus Mandon should be in prison. So I think uh, the prison order was immediately, the, the, the judgment was read. The, the prison order was made immediately, the order was read. And uh, as I speak, 
I think uh, the cooling of somewhere. <laughs> yes, <laughs> as I speak, they are making, they are preparing processes where they think they can uh, see how they can bring them out. But let me tell you something. The fact here is that we had rumors that uh, there were people who were coming from Bokos, the Butura end, to come and you know protest, you know here in in court. Yeah. Yes, not only in court, they will go to House of Assembly, they will go to government house, and the rest. To do that, but I think uh, the right thing to have done is to think of how to go for an appeal, because the, the number of protests or the hugeness of a protest will not change the decision of a court. Uh, more also, the court made it very clear that uh, they need to purge themselves of the content for them to be free. So I think. Uh, yeah. So what's the decision of the court right now? This, they are in prison already. Oh, they are in prison. They are okay. enough, yeah. They are <laughs> well, today, not, at least it's now make you know it now make people understand that the court does not recognize any other title. They see you as an individual and yeah, a citizen. Yeah. You well, understand? let's let's talk about uh, the back and forth of former minister uh, Solomon Dalong. I learned today he addressed the press yeah. uh, because some youths, you know, from. Langtang Northern South, they had a press conference, you know, uh, mudslinging basically, uh, yeah. throwing his name to the goddess, and today he had to uh, respond to that. Uh, Gilbert. Yeah, um, from what we gather at that end is uh, first and foremost, what we have tried to discourage on this show is. Um, the, foul language in the course of political campaigns, especially in times like this. And it was something he particularly berated. And then, he, you know, he tried to caution um, the campaign council of the honorable um, member uh, herself and then, you know, the campaign handlers or her media handlers as the case may be. And that's basically one of those things. And then, you know, politicians will always bring up these issues yeah. of what have you done for the people and, you know, because of course at the receiving end of your services should be the people and he did try to water down certain things that um, they claim that the senator, or they are saying that the senator has been able to do for the it's people it's of it's our the constituency. House of yeah, yeah, House of Rep member. Mm. Yeah, so. Uh, Okay, thank you so much for you know that observation. But that's the point. She's the honourable member no, representing Langtan North, North and South Federal constituency. So um, it's important to put that into perspective. But um, it spoke about the building of schools, you know, stuffs like electrification, rural electrification, and stuffs like that. So these issues always come up. But at the end of the day, it's got to be the people, the voters, yeah, right, who ultimate take the decide. ultimate deci- yeah. decision. So um, I think basically that probably Prince Valentine would add it. You think I, I'm not sure. Well, well, yeah, I think um, uh, basically the press conference was to debunk what they presented, you know, in their press uh, conferences. That's the, the youth document. Yeah. The youth. Yeah. Uh, number one, he looked at the projects and uh, stated that uh, some of these things are either in the dream, or maybe they are they are hope they are hoping to, you know prepare this budget or this project itself. He, he went for that to make it very clear that he's not intimidated by failure. He sees stand on the word that uh, the 16 years of uh, uh, the member representing Langtan North and South uh, is wasted. Because if uh, people like uh, Gagdi, within his first three or four years, can attract over 84 projects and commissioned, what of somebody who has been there for 16 years? Uh, so he compared those things. But uh, finally, he ended to show that uh, why he's campaigning, why he's moving to represent the people of Langtan North and South is because of the failure of Benela. 
Okay. Well, we're joining the studio by the candidates and Torah candidate, Plateau Central of the uh, People's Democratic Party, PDP. Good evening, uh, Ambassador Jiwai Gotom. Thank you very much for coming. Good evening, Pontad. First, uh, we must commiserate with you over what happened uh, in Pangshin. Uh, I don't know if you just uh, take out time to say a few words and what's the progress report right now? Honestly, it was quite sad when we trilled the stadium, the tomato stadium that looks so large. Even a lot of people were scared that why would we, what, why would we have a rally in a very large uh, stadium, the, the fear of the unknown, and they were also thinking that uh, this place will going to look scanty. But as a capacity senator to be, we did our job very well within the central zone, and it was quite huge and massive. But unfortunately, the incident that happened along uh, Drak, that's yeah. before Panyam. you approach uh, Panyam, it was indeed a sad uh, incident. We have received a lot of telephone calls, visitations from people all over uh, sympathizing with us. And to us, we are grateful that uh, people show real concern. Even yesterday evening, His Excellency, the former Vice President, visited us in Jos and really consoled with the patients in the hospital. That was quite sad. What can we do? The Lord provides and the Lord has just taken. So what do we do? All right. Uh, well, uh, let's talk about the uh, politics in the central zone. Uh, uh, you are facing someone. I, I mean, this is your first time contesting election. If uh, maybe I'm, I'm, I might be wrong, but you contesting, you know, against someone who is well versed uh, in the game. And a lot of people are saying the tribe that you come from, you know, Ngas, People are saying that the interest of the Ngas, I, I mean, it's not everybody saying that, but they will say the interest of the Ngas man is governorship, not senator. Uh, I mean, I've not heard any response from you regarding that statement. Uh, basically, you know, a lot of politicians would say all sort of uh, statements that will favor them. I would really want to say that Ambassador Jiwa Gautam has been in politics of unionism and lots of other issues. And as a managerial accountant for 19 years, for someone to come and say uh, someone is more qualified than Ambassador Jiwa Gautam, it is not fair. Look at uh, the best senator in Central Zunda, Senator Nasru Mantu. He has performed so well. He never contested for any position. Look at Governor Dari and lots of others. Dari never went for any position. He started from the governor, and he did very well on the plateau. And for anybody to say within the locality of a northern constituency, and you say you've done and you had a lot of experience, we want to see politicians who have seen it beyond the borders of plateau, the borders of Nigeria, which Ambassador Gotom have all those pedigree. I would like to say that countries that are fully developed are countries that engage the private sector business participation. And Jiwa Gautam is bringing this concept to Central Zone. And by his grace, if you see the crowd that took place in Pangshin, it means to say that Jiwa Gautam and other politicians within the Central Zone are people of mass capacity. And I would say that with my experience, I think I'm the most qualified person to move to the Red Chambers to bring real practical governance to our people. Check the case of Bokos 
down Kana. There's no single industry. So what have they been doing? What have their experience produced for the Plateau Central people? Let's wake up from uh, our sleep and engage practical business participation within the central zone and make effective laws that will generate good governance for our people. We are tired of those sick uh, people who could not provide anything and they talk about experience. As an accountant who holds master's degree today, someone will wake up from his own bedroom and tell me that he's more qualified, he has had experiences. What has his experience produced for our people? I want to challenge anyone in the central zone that if you have an alternative that's greater than numbers of the Jewish Gotham, go and vote for that person, and I will support that person. But as far as the game is concerned on the plateau, I think the best senator to come is that young digital senator who is set to move the plateau center forward. All right. Um, is there a consensus that the interest of the Engaz nation is the senatorial um, seats or the governorship seat? Because it's one of those questions that I think um, is somehow evaded. Oh, lovely. I, 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 I want to thank you for remembering me about this particular question. I am from the People's Democratic Party, and that's my party, and I believe in my party, and I will stay within my party. I wouldn't expect anybody to leave his own party and say, you want to play a double standard game in politics. All I'm trying to say is that within Pangshin local government, from 1999 till dead, we have never been to the Senate. Mangu has had it for four, uh, eight years. Kanke, eight years. With Garba Mata, Pokos, 16 years. What has the good people of Pangshin local government done to the central zone? Now, we recorded zero over eight in the Senate. So, if anybody is qualified to be in the Senate, I think Pangshin local government is set to go because the local government were shared and developed for developmental purposes. So it is a ton of Pangshin person to say. The governorship is on between Mangu, Kanke, and maybe some few other local government who will go. Wish them good luck to go, but for the central seat, up for Pangshin. And I think it's a right for the whole of Central Zone to canvas vote and vote the young digital senator to emerge because we have been shortchanged over time and the time is now. All right, let's look at um, the unfortunate developments that has happened or that happened after um, that campaign rally in Pakistan local government and what are some of those derivable lessons politicians, especially those in the front line, can learn from. Because prior to this incident, there was a press statement put out by somebody in the ruling party, you know, who tried to, um, should I use the word, diatribe the opposition in the first incident whereby an accident took place. And then we are having this. For the first time in a long while, I think, Plato people are seeing both those in the ruling party and those in the opposition putting down their tools, putting down their guards and saying, no, we've got to agree there's an important issue at stake here. What are some of the issues that both politicians and their followers could learn from this incident? Uh, For what happened, you know, let me say on the plateau, for several years we've never experienced this and if someone would engage himself and use this as an opportunity to blackmail or say a lot of issues against the opposition party, I think... The person should have a second thought about what life is in its real sense. All what we are saying is, let's see to the possibility to project 
other critical issues so that the common man should take advantage of this political advantage on board. So everybody has the opportunity to say what he wants to say because some people will feel that it's an opportunity for them to blackmail. Well, you know so well, God owns life in its own entirety. And for anybody to say anything the opposite, I don't think the person is speaking from the right direction. Well, uh, Prince Valentine, would you like to respond to some of the comments that he has made? No, I think uh, he's, he's on point, you know, knowing fully well that uh, nobody knows how he's going to leave this world. Uh, when accidents happen, you call it accident because it shows that it just happened. And, uh, but one thing that, that has attracted me to this story is that um, it now also shows that those representing us, those who are leaders in our various communities, should buy into this uh, plastema, uh, you know, insurance policy. You understand? Because most of those people there now, they'll be taken to hospitals mm. and uh, paying out of pocket is a huge expenses. If at the end of the day, the PDP survives this, their campaign and their elections, there will be need for whoever is representing any community to make sure the monies he make or gets is for the insurance, life health, health insurance, insurance yeah. of those kind of people within his community. And but, even these uh, members who are elected now, you, you, it will surprise you that they've not even insured enough members of their constituents. Yeah. Well, and I think that is very bad. Let's talk about you know uh, his chances, Prince Valentine, based from a, uh, from a journalistic point. I don't really know who is contesting with him. Uh, no, it shows that um, for me. <laughs> no, 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 no. What, for yeah. example, what I'm saying, you have a uh, a Gagdi, you know, who wants to go second term, yeah. you know, uh, there, uh, and Gagdi is of the APC and yes. he's of the PDP. Yeah. Wouldn't that you know affect you know his chances? Because at the end of the day, uh, if people go to the polling and the election is on, the same what day. you just mentioned now is political parties. This election of 2023 has moved beyond political parties. No, but you find it political is, parties it is centered on, on, on it is centered people. on the individual. It's can, standard I, can, individual. I, can I respond? What to that? what exactly? Let no, no, he's talking to me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, it, it, it's, it's a situation where people are now talking about the individuals. Uh, what can we benefit of this man? How intelligent is he? How strong is he? How, how mentally is he? All his visions and dreams, are, they, are there things he too can really project? Knowing fully well that he rightly said, it is not the f- coming to stage of politics for the first time that counts, mm-hmm. but those things people feel and have trust that you can perform or do. So you can see him talking vehemently and boldly, which shows that he has the capacity, he knows he can do exactly what he's talking about. And uh, like I like I said, if you feel you are you are running a contest and your opponent is showing that he has capacity, what stops you from coming out? Why why is it that more other politicians are relying on political party are looking at the platform? They don't know that this has come and gone. What we are seeing today, I am a journalist. Mm. If I want to report about you, it's not a matter of reporting about a political party manifesto because ordinarily these manifestos, to a large extent, they have been tested and they failed Nigerians. The first was 16 years, and now we are seeing another one of eight years. So I think it is what the people can hold the individual with that they go for. So if an ambassador actually woke up to say this is what he wants to do and goes into an agreement with the communities, with the, the local governments, with all those people, and I say, this is what you are telling us, we should hold you accountable for it, and he agrees, fine. 
What's there again? Right. That is the way forward. I want to object for the fact that you said the PDP has failed for 16 years. Check uh-huh. Abuja in question. Without the PDP, there would have been no Abuja. And you discovered that APC came on board and have not added one single block on Abuja Nation. We brought the EFCC, ICPC, all the new Rubado, Ngozi Konjuela, Erufai, and lots of just Soludu and lots of them. They were the best guys that built up the Nigerian nation. If without the PDP, I don't think whether we could have telephones in Nigeria. And look at lots of practical developmental projects like the uh, teaching hospital in the University of Joss. A lot of stories. The talk. voice of Nigeria in 2015 counts. The voices of Nigeria was that of change, and the voice spoke, and the majority won. Mm-hmm. It shows there was something there. You see, when you look at and after the change, what happened? When you look, <laughs> that is where you are coming from. And I also told you that the eight years of the APC too is also another failure. And that is why people are also now looking for another alternative. And you are just coming on board too. It's an alternative because people now want to see a situation where people will live out of what is happening. Recall that the middle class has already collapsed. People are now struggling how to live with poverty, not getting out of poverty because if you try to get out of poverty, you don't even have the means as we speak now. So these are things I thought journal, uh, politicians should be projecting. And seeing how Gary can go back, your you know improve. Look at eighty percent of the Gary we see in the market today. They are soured. You understand because people hoard them, and now they brought them to the market. If you buy them before you know, if you are boiling your water, the Gary is getting black. So a lot of things are wrong. The right is see, is see majorly. No, let me learn. Let me learn. Let me learn. Let yeah, me learn. I am let's not comparing the two political parties. I am saying that now that you are here and you have a platform. All you need to do is to continue telling the, you know, the electorate what your capability can bring for them. Very good. I want to just uh, draw you to something. You know, a lot of politicians go to Abuja in the red chambers and they don't even understand the concept and the content of their functions. Who is a senator and what is the job of a senator? Basically, we just have six functions of a senator. Number one is to make laws. Number two is to correct the existing laws that have been defective. Number three is approval of judicial officers. Number four is appointment of ministers, board members, and ambassadorial appointments. Number five is to appropriate or control a public funds, of which, as an accountant, that is my job. We can take the figures to the theater, operate them, and get the best appropriation for Nigerians. And the final one is to impeach a sitting president or a vice president if he or she does not do what the people of Plateau Central does not want. These are the functions of a senator. A lot of senators go, they don't even understand the concept or the content or the functions of a senator. Sir, I have a blueprint that is... Exceptional. Well, l- l- let me just interject here, Ambassador, if you don't mind. The Thank thing you. is, you have politicians come up to give you beautiful blueprints, beautiful ideas, just like you're reeling out here. Yeah. Eventually, when they're privileged to ascend to positions of authority or whatever it is they're, seek- they're seeking, stories of excuses come on board. And what are the, I mean, what are the assurances? that there would be still new breed of politicians in this dispensation, right, to be able to put Nigerians at the front burner of all of their decisions. Let me speak for myself. I have a blueprint that is perfect and has been tested. 
I'm coming from the private sector and I've seen beyond Nigeria. I received the last consignment of my uh, wrappers from India and I told my customer if could pay by flight. And the goods came through Kano International Airport by cargo. I just received the goods just yesterday. A lot of Nigerians will think that that is an impossibility. As a high-tech senator to come, high-tech is my blueprint. High-tech is spelled H-I-T-E-E-C-H. The first H stands for healthcare services. We intend to build a small, cute clinical system, be it controlled by the private sector, and we will be able to give a lot of discounts to our patients so that that clinical system will be able to test malaria, typhoid, cancer. By the time you have a mechanism where you could be tested and you get the result for your sickness and get the right drugs for those sicknesses, you will definitely get healed because the right drugs for the right sickness, you get healed. Right. What becomes of a lot of Nigerians who do not have the opportunity to travel by plane to London? The president, one time, you hear him saying he's going to England for medical checkup. What about a lot of Plateau Central people who do not have access to even go to Lagos, talk less of flying out Nigeria? The next eye is industrialization. On the plateau, we have vast number of rocks, yet we import tiles from China. The next is the tea, transfer technology, mechanics, electricians, penibitas, Furniture makers. The different. Are you aware that the difference between an Italian furniture and a Nigerian furniture is just a machine? Can you do this? All these you have built out as I a am senator. You, looking I am at the fact you, that. Let me give you a practical example. There was a day during the COVID nineteen. Some Niger guys walked into my company and they said they needed a face mask. And the, the director of our company said it's not possible because it's a textile industry. But I convinced them that look. Pay the money into my own my own uh, company account, and I will definitely engage and give you face masks. When they paid the money on that particular day, I bought industrial sewing machine. I, I'm an accountant by profession, but what does it take to uh, to 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 sew a face mask? It's common sense. Life in its own entirety is just common sense. If you make your brain function, there is nothing in this world that you cannot get. So with the uh, uh, with an industrial sewing machine, yard, and all the threads, I brought, I brought in tellers. Well, I'm saying, this because, this, I'm saying this because I'm saying this because you have spoken beautifully, and it sounded like a job that the executive is saddled can, can, with the responsibility you, you of doing. Can you give me one more minute to conclude this? The next is the E, which is called education. How many technical uh, college do we have? How many technical universities do we have? All the shit you are putting on your trousers, your jeans, your biro, your shoes, your phones, your rig watches, all are made from China. What are you actually producing? So we need a technical at least college to at least be productive, like the bootex we had some times back ago. The next is effective legislation. When I was growing up in the city of Balang Shipang, I want to assure you that if you lost your phone, you could be hung on a tree. If you are the owner, you, 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 you pick it. If you are not the owner, you walk past. But today, they no longer steal cars but human beings. And I bet you, kidnapping will not stop because he who picks 50 million to Abuja and stay at all the enjoyment in Abuja will return back to pick the next uh, customer for 100 million to control that enjoyment. But when the laws are effective, how Will our laws get effective? We intend to gather all the 109 senators. Let's sit down and discuss about Nigeria. Where have we gotten it wrong? Mm. Let's build Nigeria. Let's sleep Nigeria. Let's wake up Nigeria. 
for uh, lack of time, let me rush down to the next C, computer science basis. No nation, no nation, I repeat, no nation will survive or develop without the injection of the computer well, let's, knowledge. Yeah. And the next one is commercialization. If you go to Mango well, Market... Well, let's, yeah, let's, 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 for want yeah. of time, really. For let's want of time, the really. Here. Just, just, just some you see, you see, man. If you go to... Let's, let's open the phone lines, gentlemen. The market has celebrated in a single-day basis. And you discover that people who wait... Let's, Six let's, days and return back to the market. What let's kind of market? Yeah, yeah, yeah Ambassador, let's open the phone line 09055666699 or you call 0981217777. Before calling, you have to turn down the volume of your radio or you turn it off completely and then you tell us the name and where you are calling from. That is very important uh, for you to do. 0812187777. Hello. Hello and good evening. Hello. Okay, not working. Hello. Hello and good evening. Okay, zero eight one two one eight seven 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 seven, or you call zero nine zero five five six 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 nine nine. Hello. Hello. Good evening. Thank you for calling. Join the conversation. Tell us your name, please. Thank you very much. My name is Eddie Kumar. I'm we're listening. Yes, first of all, I want to send my condolences to those that lost their life in the rally of PDP. A very, very unfortunate and a very bitter incident for the PDP family. And we consult with the family to uh, uh, let it know that there are members that or their children that died there because of democracy in Plateau because of their uh, sacrifice that have been made which is a very very unfortunate one but we sympathize with them at this moment and secondly I will comment again they have spoken very very well and actually when we look at the leadership between both PDP and APC there is not any comparison even though at that time we said uh, PDP have failed, that's what makes us to bring. But I think every Nigerian now is hoping to go back to the memory of PDP. No matter how it is, he's hoping that let's go back to that memory. Because of life was very, very cheap at that moment. Compared to this uh, 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 present administration. So you see, Nigerians have, uh, are ready to bring out, and as your guest said that, it's not a matter of party. Yeah, but ra- uh, begin to wrap up your thoughts here. Yeah. the person that the PDP have bring them as candidates, I think the PDP have known their mistake, and that was the goal for, no matter who is the person that they stand as a flag bearer, you know that they have a good antecedent for his people. Thank so you. That's why well, begin to wrap up your thoughts, sir. Yeah, that's why I, uh, I'm just advising to the people to know that PDP have done it and we are hoping to want them back so that they can do it again. Thank you very much. God bless. Thank you, thank you, thank you for calling. Hello. One and other people in the house. Good evening. Good evening. Thank you for calling. Join the conversation. Ali from here. We're listening. Thanks for calling. Well, I'm commiserating with my own party, loss of lives and the injured ones. May the Lord comfort all the families that lost their loved ones. And those that are in the hospital, wish them quick recovery. And the 
senatorial candidate has spoken very well. But uh, the question that I want to ask you is, many times, some of you, when you go to Abuja, you do forget about the people with disability. Because we too, we converse vote, we ask our families to vote for you people, and when you get there, you don't even bother to recognize us. Though it's some, but some do recognize us, like Bagos, Gandhi, and the rest. But uh, when you get to Abuja, what plan do you have for people living with disability? Okay, great. Uh, Gilbert, on social media, Baturi Simon David is saying, Good evening, Ponsak, Gilbert, and the great guests in the house. First and foremost, I want to express my heartfelt and deepest condolences to the families that lost their loved ones in the ill-fated accident. Um, our politicians should always try to caution the drivers that convey their party faithful. Sunday Moses AVAV is saying, Good evening, JFM. For anyone to say that PDP is united to me is laughable and a lie from the pit of hell. We don't care about the relationship between Atiku and Mutfang because it's of no interest to Plato people. Wakur Benyash says, My deepest and sincere condolences to the families of the deceased. May God comfort us all in Plato State. We should also be more careful and cautious during this political season. Life has no reserve or duplicate. Good evening, presenters. Nyam David says, Good evening, Ponsak and Gilbert. About the accident that happened, may the souls of the deceased continue to rest with the Lord. About the issue of PVC collection, the distribution process in some places is slow. Manpower in some places should be added to fasten the process, and for the voters, we should try and collect it because it is a weapon to getting rid of bad leadership. Kalkuka <coughs> Factors go on says, Good evening, the two chiefs. I condole with the PDP family in Nigeria. Plateau Central, Mangu over the sad incident that happened in Pushit. All right, Peter Agnes says, Good evening, Ponsak and Gilbert. Mine is the accident that happened in Mangu local government on Saturday. It was painful and heartbreaking. May the souls of the innocent PDP family members rest in peace. Yusuf Bitru says, There was no any news story. All right, all right. But my heartfelt condolences for the PDP supporters who had an accident while returning from their campaign. Samuel Palm says, Evening, Ponsak, Gilbert, and the guests in the studio. Deepest condolences to the family of those who lost their loved ones during the PDP uh, rally. All right. Hakuri Plankat says, I would like to encourage people to go and collect the P- their PVCs if they haven't done that. By voting, um, all right, that will... All right, all right, thank you. Titus Paradan says, Good evening, guys. I want to condole with the Plateau and the families of the deceased. I wish to plead with all the political parties to put adequate measures to curtail future occurrences. Mr. Kabris Kanye says, I'm following update regarding people collecting their PVCs. Julius Achigak Igama says, Good evening. My condolences goes to families of the PDP supporters who lost their loved ones in a motor accident. Obi is the candidate to vote come February election. MC Koch says, mine is the vital accident that happened in Mangu area. It's sad. Um, Godwin Sule says, as for the stories, 
All right, just people should collect their PVCs. That's what you're saying, basically. Stanley S. He says, mine was how Peter will be shut down. Enugu and Ondo. Obedience is better better than sack or rice. Up Labour Party. Um, I think... Yeah, uh, we, yeah we need to uh, take uh, some, maybe two, three calls, and then we uh, allow the guests to give their own responses. Well, 0821-8777. Hello. Hello. Yes. Good evening. Good evening. Thank you for calling. Yes, my name is Jotex. I'm calling you from Zaramaganda. Well, listening. Thanks for uh, calling. Yeah, I think Ziba uh, said it all. Your guest is having a very good program. But I think the bulk of his plans can only be executed when you are in the executive seat. Let me be honest to you. The work of the legislator is to legislate, to enact, to make laws. And I have not heard him talking about the laws that he will sponsor to ensure that I, I, hello? Hello? It's because we don't have laws. And even we have the laws, the laws are either archaic or they are not even, you know, usable in this present generation. Let me put it that way. So I feel that uh, if your guests can tell us about your laws that are good for this country, and how he intends to sponsor them, I think that will be better. And I must say that uh, I want to please that campaigns should be done with decorum. Mm-hmm. Campaigns should be done carefully. Honestly, I've been very sad since I heard about the, that, that accident. Yeah. You know, when I saw the scene, Prozac, it's a very sad thing. And the people that were there, I, I just dropped a friend now. He said the driver to that truck was very reckless. So we should not allow our emotions, you know, to be driving us whenever we're doing things. You know, you should, you're, you're driving a vehicle for crying out loud is carrying people's life in your hands. So I want to urge that drivers should be very careful, careful when going for campaign. Thank you. Unfortunately, we lost we lost this glorious and you know wonderful plateau people. It's unfortunate. Very unfortunate. Thank you very much. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Well, this is a much fun call we're gonna take. Uh, gentlemen, I'll start with Ambassador. Your final word. Uh, give your responses uh, in one minute. Uh, first of all, I want to appreciate all the callers for condoling with the PDP family and the entire country, Nigeria. We received that so much, and we're grateful. I want to thank uh, all the people that made calls and uh, made a significant contributions to this particular issue. And I would go to the third caller who spoke about when people get to Abuja, they don't return, and what plans do we have for the disabled. Well, I grew up from the village, and there has never been a time that within two weeks I don't return to Plateau. Even though I've worked in Kaduna, Kano, and lots of other places, I've always been home. That was test run during the primaries because I spoke with 
people in the grassroots and they gave me all the support. You can see that what happened in Pangshin, we were able to shut down the central zone completely. It was quite massive. This is to say that I am a grassroots operator, so I don't go to Abuja and fail to turn back home. What's in Abuja that if I go to Abuja, I don't return back home? There's nothing I've not seen in terms of developmental issues. So let me quickly say our plans, or my plans for the disabled. When we met in Mangu, we delayed the appointment of the deputy DG campaign for team high-tech legislation because we needed a disabled person to fill that. person with disability. Yes, someone with disability. Yeah. So Living we've given them the option for them to bring someone with disability to be the deputy campaign DG for Ambassador G.Y. Gautam. And I think by tomorrow we'll have the list. We did that to see that they are part of act of governance. Let me quickly report to the man who said uh, is an executive uh, seat that will only perform critical developmental project. That is how we have missed it in time past. If you look at the functions of a senator, if you can control public fund, look at Niger Delta Development Fund. Do you have Middle Belt Development Fund? No. So when you have those development funds at the doorstep of our people, then governance is driven closer to our own people. All right, yeah. And we have a lot of uh, laws that we're going to enact. If you look at the high-tech uh, blueprint. When you talk about healthcare services, talk about health insurance scheme and uh, quantum of strike happening in Nigeria, we will definitely come to make laws that will curtail some of these Thank issues. You. Thank you, Ambassador Joel. Gautam. Well, uh, Prince Valentine. Well, I think there's no much time for me. Let me just summarize it this way. I want to say thank you to those who actually contributed to this program today. Uh, and also, I'm calling on uh, those persons you know, who are already in prison you know, over this Butura stool to follow what the court have said, to purge themselves of the contempt by actually going to where it's, it needs to be purged. Uh, like going back to the lawyer of the claimants, among other things, to show that they've actually purged themselves of, you know, the, the contempt so that they get out free and then tell the truth to their constituents, mm -hmm. the people in the villages, exactly what happened. This is my call. Thank you. Thank you, Prince Valentine. Well, Gilbert. Yeah, we hear that COVID is back in town and yeah. it's more deadly with no symptoms and stuff. Um, so people just have to take care. Don't let down your guard for whatever reason, even though certain people have done that. And then lastly, we hear again that um, Dram Bivandi, the murderer of... Um, pleaded no yes. <laughs> what, well, what a funny scenario. We keep our tabs with that story. Thank you very much for following. Thank you very much, our guests, for coming. Well, this is the much we take on the show. Do have a good evening. Bye now.